0: Welcome to the world of incision. Rest Here's in peace, man. Dear. That's my boy, man. Yeah, this shit's life, though. Just, just to, to be safe, safe, place your loved ones. See, I'm surviving in the game, trusting no one. I should fight. Make play on the master's plate. Go run, let your last dates now come. Just to be safe Let Make your, your loved ones love you I remember when he brought this, to, this to you, man, man. I like man, you made this wait, beat As you say don't want to trust When shit gets deep Cause you're a your homie from the enemy That's why I learned from what G's teach My yeah. position up uh, position, sister Check niggas what like no up, what up, what up, what up, what up, welcome to VXG, Vision and Grind, the one and only podcast that merges fitness, mindset, lifestyle, and culture, bringing them together like Juvie, Turk, Wayne, and BG, and you are rocking with the hot boy, Mr. Double Live. He is I, and I is him. Welcome in, y'all. Hey, today is... This is a special episode. This is a a few milestones and and just a few, man, this episode here, I'm glad you're locked in because this is a special one, like I said, for many reasons. Number one, this is episode 25. That means I've been doing this 25 times in a row, six months, I've been rocking this podcast. I know that don't seem like a lot of time, but I always tell people like this with their fitness goals, like, You can't even gauge the success of anything until you've consistently done everything you're supposed to do for six months. Now, yes, I have been recording this podcast and putting these episodes out, but I have not been doing everything I need to do in order for this thing to be as successful as possible. And even up to this point, like there's been some, it's like a roller coaster. But I I want y'all to see it as a roller coaster because I want y'all to know that's how anything that's worth doing has its ebbs and flows. There's going to be times when shit feels amazing. And it's like, I love this. This is my purpose. I love it. And there's going to be times when you look up and be like, why the fuck did I even start? And with this podcast, there's been episodes that I dropped. And I'm very proud of that. And, And the feedback has been great. And there's been other episodes that I dropped where I was like, I'm very proud of that. And crickets. And there's been episodes that I dropped that I was like yo that that kind of sucked and and you know it's just it's a journey so twenty five episodes man can you give me a round of applause i'm i i'm I hear y'all clapping over there uh yeah so but another reason why this is an important milestone has to do with the date so it is um as I'm recording this it is the ten year anniversary of the passing of one of my closest friends, Jonathan Robinson, a.k.a. Incision. That's who you heard on the intro of this episode. That wasn't me. You usually hear me in my music, but that was him. We did an album together called Stay Fed, flipping Everything in Demand in uh, 2006. I think we made it in 2004, but we put it out. We re-released it in, in 2006. And um, I haven't been very quiet about this. He's a big inspiration and a big reason why I... Continue on this fitness journey because I'll be 40 in in three months and I've known him since my early 20s. Like we went to high school together in my my um, my senior year when I was like done with this shit, like mentally done with school. Um, I met him in like one of those. uh, I guess like alternative schools where you kind of just show up and you just got to complete X amount of hours, take tests and, you know, then you get a diploma. And it was just it was for real. It was the whole school was maybe two rooms and people just came and went as they wanted to. But it was in the hood. And like you could go outside of the school and sell dope and make money. And It was kind of like, why are we even doing this? You know what I'm saying? Um, There's a couple niggas I met at that time, but he was the one that we we stuck together because, like I said, I met him then. And we connected, but I knew him even prior to that. Because when we first moved to Denver, my mom, as I mentioned, was into aerobics. And she taught at a church in uh, Colorado, in in Montbella, if you're from the area, you know, that suburb. And um, she would bring me to Bible study. It's so ironic me saying that now, going through the things that I'm going through. Uh, But that's how I met Jonathan the, the first time. And then we ended up clicking up again in that school. And we were like super tight ever since that. And I'll tell you, like, that's 2001. OK, here we are in 2023. He passed away in 2013. And the, here's the dumb part is it's June 16th. And I'm looking at the clock. It's 616 p.m. It's freaking crazy. Um, But the sad part, even what makes it even sadder is that uh. The year he passed in 2013, June 16th was Father's Day, so he didn't even wake up Father's Day morning. And one of the biggest reasons why he inspired me after he passed was because he passed due to health complications that, in all honesty, could have and should have been avoided. When him and I, because we had lost contact up to that point, I was at that point I was uh, with my now wife, and we had been together. And I was putting all my focus into that. I cut off all the homies; like I wasn't doing that shit. And it's so crazy because two of my closest homies, two of the three that I just would call like my folks, like I would damn near call them family. Two of the three of them passed away. You know what I'm saying? And um, he was he was a really important person in my life. I bring that up because in this episode, I kind of want to talk about how precious our life really is. Wherever you are on the age spectrum, if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s, if you're listening to this in your 50s, 60s, wherever you are, I'm going to be 40. You know what I'm saying? Wherever you are in that, I need you to know that uh, you, you heard the saying, YOLO, you only live once. It's true. You only live once. But I'm not saying this to say, hey, do it up. You only live once. I'm saying like, nah, you only get this one life and you've got to be very careful because there's certain shit you can do that's permanent, including die. Okay. We're going to get a little real on this episode, but I, I want I want to be real because it is important for, especially if you have people who depend on you, if you have people who Um, Look up to you if you have people who need your presence in their life You owe it to them. You owe it to yourself to take care of yourself You can't like especially if you're older You can't do the shit that you used to do and and expect to still be intact. It's not gonna work, man so For me, this is a crazy thing. So for me with jonathan uh, with my homeboy Daniel, uh, we were all just—that was just us. Like we were just partners, man. And but back then, like we made music, but we also did drugs. Like that was our thing. We sold drugs, we did drugs. But on top of that, what we ate like shit. We went sleepless nights. We were, you know, what I'm saying, popping X just to stay up. It's just—it was so much nonsense, man. And one of the the things that sucks about it is. When Jonathan and I, they're like the last time we hung out, we went to the gym together and we were, we had a similar build. Like we were like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you ever seen my build, I'm like medium build. I ain't no like, you know what I'm saying? Steroid up or nothing. I'm not skinny neither. Like I got some cuts on me. Like I work, you, you could tell I work. You feel me? And he was in that same thing. I was in even better. Like aesthetic shape in my 20s. But it was crazy because when he passed away, he was severely overweight, uh, diabetic, and he had developed sleep apnea. And he actually passed away because he didn't wear his his sleeping device. And it's kind of like, damn, what happened? I don't know exactly what happened, but what I can say is that you, whatever him and I did in our twenties, I stopped before I turned thirty. Like if you look at videos, if you look at listen to the music I did in my twenties, and you can hear the nonsense, right? Like you could hear some of the the shit that I was into and doing, and yada yada yada. Um, but when my wife came into my life, and more importantly, like when I turned the page from my twenties into my thirties, I had you know I just. I always said these milestones and I made it clear um that I wasn't going to do the same shit that I was doing in my 20s into my 30s. In fact, just as a side note, like I celebrated my 30th birthday on the beach in California. And why that's important is because my birthday's in September. I turned 30 in 2013 just a couple months after Jonathan passed away um I wasn't allowed to leave the state of Colorado I wasn't allowed to leave the city of Denver you know what I'm saying because I was on paper and and I actually got off of paper March 2013 um and I was supposed to get out 2014 or 15 like I was supposed to get out later 2015 I think was the actual cut and they got let me out early so I'm like yo I spent my entire 20s stuck in Denver from the moment I turned 21 until 29 and six months. I was um, state property. OK, and then I left and, and went and I, I have this picture of me on my 30th birthday sitting on the beach. I believe it was either uh, Malibu or, or Santa Monica Pier or Venice Beach, one of those beaches. And I hadn't been to California and at that point it's probably 15 years it's crazy crazy um wow and just to to think of that memory you know what i'm saying and i just think of like my life is different from this moment on i have people telling me like 40 is not a big deal yada 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 it is to me this is turning the page it's whatever happened in this last decade is back then i'm starting anew mentally cool um I don't think he let go of a lot of the shit that we were doing, my friend Jonathan. I don't think he let go of the eating habits. I don't think he let go of drinking, like excessive drinking and, and popping thizzes and smoking sharm and Newports and just like all the shit. And, and I think uh, di- I, I'm pretty sure diabetes ran in his family for one, but on top of that, like he just... He kept doing the same shit that he was doing and not being aware of the cues. And and us as humans, we start to think like, okay, I'm getting older. This is just par for the course. I'm tired more often. I'm achy. I'm I'm in pain. And it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. But you have to be deliberate about what you're doing with yourself, with your habits, with your body, that is is it Contributing to a better you in the future. We're so wrapped up in the now. Like we want to have fun. That's a big reason why I gave up alcohol. I'm going on 60 days without a drink. I'm going on something like 150 days with like only one drink. So it's like I know at this age I don't respond the same way that I did in my 20s or in my 30s. So in my 40s, I'm not chancing it because I want my 40s to feel good. In fact, I want my 40s to feel better than my 30s. And the only way that's going to happen is I have to be aware of how things affect me now, pay attention to my body, be very deliberate with what I put into my body, both like through my nutrition as well as through like my mental diet my media diet. Like what am I feeding my mind? How is my environment? Like these things are very important. Honestly, like okay, I'm turning 40. I'm being very aware of that. I've been aware of that for years. Wherever you are in your life age-wise. Now's a good time to audit your environment. Now's a good time to audit your your media diet. Now's a good time. Definitely it's always a good time to monitor your nutrition and be deliberate about moving your body. You know, there's just so many things. It's not just a matter of aesthetic and looking good, naked. Like that's cool. But it's also just about being pain free. And let me tell you, at turning 40, things are not moving the same way that they used to. You know what I mean? But I can be on top of that. I can stretch more. I I train six days a week. Why? Because I need my body to work, I need my body to perform. I need my body to be in the best shape possible. I have to do more maintenance now as I'm moving into 40 than I did moving into 30. You know how much I drank moving into 30? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we still did drugs recreationally, you know what I'm saying? It, it, and, and we survived. But then turn the page to 40. If I were right now to have... A, a night out of drinking don't talk to me for 24 to 48 hours i'm a mess physically incapacitated mentally depressed why would i do that to myself that's just taking away like you know what i'm saying like in the video games it's like losing life you know it's like i'm just that much closer to game over i don't want to do that to myself man and I don't want y'all to do that to yourself either. So that's why I'm making it very like clear that you only get one of these lies. Like, don't fuck this up, man. There are some things that you can do and and recover from, and there's other things that over time, cause permanent damage. If I tell you right now that eating right and training for a six month period is going to change your body, what do you think is going to happen if you eat like shit and lay around the house for six months? Your body's going to change, but it's not going to be a good change. And the good changes that happen, you got to maintain that. The funny thing is that the, the, the negative changes due to lack of effort or, or due to the choices that you're making in your nutrition, by default, you're maintaining that by continuing to indulge and continuing to to, to do the things that you're doing. Which direction do you want to go? It's your life. Like, if you don't want to see yourself healthy, that's on you. But like I said, you probably got people in your life that depend on you. You probably got, um, you might have children. You might have a significant other. You got parents. Somebody. At least there's one person, if it's not you, that legitimately cares about you. And how selfish is it that you're not taking the initiative to take better care of yourself? I'm not saying you got to come out here and be an athlete like me. You ain't got to do that. I challenge you to it, though, because I'll tell you what, if you this is just a, a little tangent. But if you seek performance enhancing as like your goal not like performance enhancement drugs or anything but like every day you're working on performing better and and seeking excellence in everything how i move how i breathe how i communicate how like if you're seeking excellence in all these areas you're only going to get better every single day. You're only going to grow every single day. It's a conscious effort that you have to make because most people by default are mediocre. I've heard it. It's been told to me that in the pursuit of extraordinary, every day we wake up ordinary and it's in the extra that creates the extraordinary. So take that with you. Apply that in your situation, in your life. Apply it in a way that, you know, works for you. We're not, look, you don't have to be as um, self-centered as I am. You don't have to be. You don't have to, you know, pause at every mirror and make sure your cuts is good and, like you know what I'm saying, you clean and, and whatnot. That's how I move. That's but that's just me. You should just be very aware of how your body is operating because, you know, when you're sick, don't you? You know, when you got a twinge in your knee, don't you? Even in your 20s. For my young listeners out there, when you get up under that squat bar and and you didn't do it right, you feel it days after. So what is your next thing? Okay, let me be more aware of my form. Here's the crazy part. It's the same concept. That same lapse in form at 41, at 45, you're done for months. 21, 22, you're out for days, if hours. You feel me? Create the habit of... Self-preservation in the sense that, look, I'm going to you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't. You've got to be you've got to take good care of yourself in order to take good care of the people around you. If you are letting yourself go, you a selfish motherfucker. And if you are aware that you're doing it, I i I, because I've never been in that position, I can't wrap my brain around how someone can go years It happens, though, and I I have empathy. I'll put myself in your shoes, uh, but I've never been there because for me, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with feeling good and not temporary feeling good. I'm obsessed with long term. I'm obsessed with performance. I'm obsessed with my body looking and feeling the best it ever has. It's a challenge for me. At forty years old, to say I am striving to look better than I did at twenty-five, because I was a sexy motherfucker at twenty-five. I was doing all the things, man. Cut. I got pictures, yeah. I'll show you. I was looking, looking good, right? Um, but I want to look. I want to be better than that. And at twenty-five. What kind of effort was I really putting out? It's working out every day. Ain't no structure. I'm just pushing this heavy shit. My body's going to respond. And you young motherfuckers are that way right now. Most of y'all can go do whatever you want and your body's going to respond. It's not going to last forever. That's why I tell you, be very diligent and deliberate about what you're doing now so that when the time comes that you have to be diligent and deliberate it's not foreign to you you already know i take care of myself i think it's maybe i'm just a crazy person but i think it's cool i think it's it's dope to to be like i don't drink like that's cool man because everybody else do i think it's cool to be like i ain't going out i think it's cool to be like yo i'm in this gym I, that shit is dope man because that shows me that you are prioritizing your health. That's the hard shit. You know, it's easy jumping in your punk ass car and and going to the club and 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 blowing some money and drinking and and having fun. That shit is easy. You know, it's not easy discipline. It's not fun and and exciting and fireworky and all that. It's reg. It's like. But it's it's it gets you the best result. You know, when we when we were coming up, we would call motherfuckers like that. Boring, lame, you a square. <laughs> but you know what, though, that shit. The, the people who I was with calling other people that name I ain't doing so well right now. Meanwhile, the ones that were taking care of themselves back then most likely are still taking care of themselves right now. They ain't pushing 40 looking like they 20. I'm pushing 40 looking like I'm 20 because I made a pivot. I made a pivot before it was too late. And like I said, part of the reason I made that pivot, number one is for my woman, because I did not want to show up like a, like a sloppy. Uh, but second of all is because of what happened with Jonathan that made me realize that, yo, like, We're not promised this shit, man. We're not. We're not um, guaranteed any amount of life. This is like that, man. And again, I say this, it probably sounds insensitive and blunt, but I just think it's foolish to end up in a situation health wise that could have been avoided if you just paid attention. If you were just wiser with your choices, like, yes, none of us are perfect, right? But like, you are not stupid. You're not stupid. You know, for a fact that eating like an asshole, eating like a fucking teenager is not sustainable. You know that at 18, when you're stuffing your face with Taco Bell, your body's like, okay, let's get that shit out and let's go, let's go, let's go. But after years of stuffing yourself with Taco Bell at 32, you better not be stuffing yourself with Taco Bell because now you constipated. Now you you got inflammation. Now you're 50 pounds overweight because, you know what I'm saying? You were doing the same thing, but your body has changed and your body has changed because of those things you were doing between 18. You know what I mean? So that's that's my point, man. I really I look at it like I want to I want to be responsible for somebody making that change for somebody listening to me or somebody watching me. Like I made a post the other day that was just like I have to remind myself that I'll be 40 in three months because I feel good. I look good. I want you wherever you are listening to this to be like, damn, I forgot how old I am. For real. Like, that's how you need to be. Like, if I colored my beard and my hair and all that shit, and I really gave a fuck about that, people would ask me if I was in my 20s. I still get asked that. When I tell people I'll be 40 in a couple months, they'll be like, what? And they ain't saying that to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not trying to flatter me. They're saying that because I genuinely don't look like I'm going to be 40. And, I take pride in that because I used to watch Family Matters and Carl Winslow with his uh, uh, cul-de-sac and his big old belly was 38. And I'm like, damn, I'll be 40. I don't look like that. Thank goodness. I don't look like that. It's because of the effort I put in. It's because of the work that I put in. It's because I refuse to let myself go at any point with anything, man, with anything. But again, that's the idea of striving for excellence in everything. It's not perfection. It doesn't mean that it's all going to work. It's just this, this effort to make sure that I'm, I, that everything that in my life is at the highest level. Because don't you want to ride first class? Don't tell me you don't. You want to ride first class. So make your life first class. Make everything you do first class. That's going to be the key to it. You don't know, be bougie about how you eat. I don't eat that. If you had a barbecue and you see all of this shit, you can be like, Okay, I'ma pass on that. I don't need to have a burger and a hot dog and a piece of chicken and a big old glob of potato salad. I don't need to have all of that. I can have my burger or I can have my hot dog or I can have my piece of chicken and I can have a portion of XYZ. I'm being smart about it because I know even if I do overdo it now what I did yesterday and what I did tomorrow is on point with it's aligned with the goal it's aligned with who I am who the fuck I say I am I'm a healthy person <laughs> you know say that's the identity we already talked about that with you know what I'm saying with lifestyle design it's literally like claiming your identity that's what you're doing with uh Operating at the highest level, you know, what I'm saying expecting excellence in everything. That's how I'm trying to tell you, man, that's how you can escape. You can overcome. You can beat the odds, man. You, ain't, you don't have to go out like your cousin. You don't have to go out like your auntie and them. I got people, family members that have passed away uh, that were very unhealthy and We coddle people. We say, you're fine just the way you are. You're a great person. Are you really a great person if you aren't doing great things to yourself? That's the area that you can clean up. No, I'm not saying you're a bad person, but I'm saying you got work to do. So get busy. That's what we're all here for, man. I want to just I want to kind of bring this home because, again, I'm very... I feel very strongly about this day. And with Father's Day, this, is, this is when this episode drops on Father's Day, it will be t- like the 10-year anniversary, like the celebration of my my, my friend passing. And, uh, but I'm also a father. I'm an older father. I'm 40. I got a two-year-old. Like I said, I'm 40. I ain't 40 yet. <laughs> I ain't got to claim that yet. But um, i got a two-year-old. You know what I'm saying like I know for a fact at eighteen, when he turned 18, I'm gonna be 55 years old, but I'm gonna still look like this, I'm gonna still move like this because I'm taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of. I watch what I eat. Only thing that needs to improve is is my rest, my levels of stress I, I've done the best that I can there um and and it's a goal. I and, and you know what? Setting that example for my son, he's gonna see it. I want him to carry those habits on his own. I'm gonna force it on him, but you know, I see it right now. My son picks up on a lot of my mannerisms and things that I do that I'm not even aware that I do. I just like he's two years old and he I ask him a question. He's like, um, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did you learn that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's cute, it's funny um but yeah like we we have control we have power in the the direction of our lives don't you think for one second that chronic pain and illness and sickness and and having to take pills and going to the doctor and them telling you this is just how it is now don't think that's the norm it don't have to be like that they push it like that because the majority of americans are fucking lazy and make bad choices with their nutrition that's just surreal there's a fast food restaurant every corner why are they still in business because if you got 10 people that need something to eat eight of them are about to run through that drive through because why the fuck not you don't realize like okay i'm gonna go through that drive through today when was the last time i did it two days ago what about before that the day before that When's the next time you're going to go? Probably tomorrow. That's a habit. That's, you're doing that consistently. We just don't look at it in that, that time envelope of like, I eat fast food every now and then. Okay, what's every now and then? Yeah, Two or three times a week. So you mean three out of seven days you eat fast food? Yeah. For how long have you been doing this? She over the past 10 years. So you eat fast food all the time. Like that's not every now and then that's consistent. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like that's like six times a month or no, that's 12 times a month. You know what I mean? That you're eating at a fast food spot. Financials aside, like that's just, that's not going to work, man. And the thing is like the fast food is, is the quality. It's the quality of the food, man. You, You get these gut issues and it starts to, to mess with your health. Uh, Digestion is just not working Everyone's body's different You might know somebody with an iron stomach That can eat all that shit I got relatives that eat like nonsense And nothing happens seemingly I don't know what their medical shit is like But you're going to do that for so long Before stuff starts to, to be affected So take this shit seriously y'all Like, I want you to just have a little moment of reflection or just thinking about like Am I doing the best that I can do for myself? Am I being the best version of myself? Am I am I operating in excellence in all areas? What can I clean up? And you know what? That's a perfect segue into, uh, right now, it's, it, this episode is dropping. It's going to be on Sunday. It's going to be Sunday, June 18th. So on July 2nd, 2023, it's the first round of grind season. This is the kickoff. This is This is the beta group. You got an opportunity to lock in at a very low price, an eight week program but it's not just a fitness program. Yes, you're gonna get a custom training program. It's not just nutrition. Yes, you're gonna get a custom nutrition plan, but this is a lifestyle overhaul. All the things that we talked about right now, in eight weeks, we're gonna clean that shit up. And if I gotta cuss you out to get you there, that's what I'm gonna do. But this program starts on July 2nd. The investment is only $199. That's for eight weeks. We're gonna lock in. We're gonna train hard. We're gonna eat like we got some goddamn sense. We're going to rearrange our lives in a way That is going to produce the result that you're looking for in your body physically, but also mentally. You're going to become a different person. Your habits are going to shift. You're not going to want to do all that shit that you were doing before. You're going to turn into a savage in eight weeks. All you got to do is go to GrindSeason.com. That's G-R-N-D-S-Z-N.com. Sign up, claim your spot. Um, if it's after June 23rd, the price has gone up because this is the early bird special. We're gonna be running this every quarter, and every quarter we're gonna let more people in and the investment's gonna increase. So you can get in right now. Just go to grindseason.com, com g r n d s z n dot com. And you can always go to uh, learn more about me and the company VXG Performance, where we specialize in fat loss and body recomposition through functional strength training and customized nutrition plans. That is, in a nutshell, what Grind Season is. is eight weeks of that, and it's available for you. You can go to vxgperformance.com if you want to learn more about the company and and my philosophy and and see results that we've produced for. Um, other clients, but that's how I'm gonna leave y'all. I appreciate you taking the time to rock with me. Uh, Vxg has officially hit 25 episodes, and uh, next week is actually the s- like legit six month. Um, uh, cause it's it's the 26th episode, so it's like 26 52, like that's the halfway point. So. I'm going to do something special for that because I am going to be launching into season two very soon, where we're going to be getting some guests on here. Take the take the mic away from me a little bit because you can see I like to talk. So take the mic away from me. We're going to tell some other stories, talk about people's lives, their vision, their grind, and, and it's just going to expand. So I'm very excited for that. In the meantime, I want you to keep your eyes on the vision and your mind on the grind. Let's go.